Warning, the Joe Moffat Show is for adults 18 years of age and older. So if you are under the age of 18 years of age, please get your ass away from the speaker. This ain't meant for you. Everyone else, let's go. Hello and welcome to the Joe Moffat Show. I am your host, Joe Moffat, coming to you live. Do you say live? As always, baby, I said all the way live from the Jam Studios over here in the beautiful city of Enid, Oklahoma, where all the craziness and loveliness and silliness can pop off at any time, in any place. No, I'm just kidding. This little last town ain't shit going on. How's everybody doing? Um, sorry that I kind of took an impromptu week off, if you will. I kind of had some personal issues coming on, and as my wife called it, I I took a mental health day, (laughs) Um, which was turned into like a mental health week for my ass, and then, you know, next thing you know, I just, I I really couldn't get myself into the, into the, I guess, showman spirit, if you will, and, and, you know, it, it, I would never want to be the type of person that would put out a product just to put out a product to say that I put out a product. Because that's when your product becomes egotistical. No, 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 no. Let me explain. Okay? I would never allow myself just to drop some shit to drop some shit. Okay? Don't get me wrong. I've dropped some impromptu shows, but they weren't shit. You know what I'm saying? Usually when I do my impromptu shit, my improvising, if you will, I improvise with the best of them. So my improvisations are, aren't really a bad thing. They aren't, they don't, they're not, uh, they're not an Achilles heel. They're currently not a crutch for me. But in the same breath and light, you know, everybody has those moments. They, they just say, fuck it. And I was just kind of on a fuck it moment, you know? And anytime that a person is on a fuck it moment, nine times out of ten, you know, that person either going through some shit or, you know, something that popped off in their atmosphere that might be a little unsettling. So, you know, sometimes it's better to just take a step back. You know, my my stupid ass could have been on the goddamn mic, you know, losing my whole fucking mind. And I was like, no, we're not going to do that. No, no, no. We're going to hold this thing down because that's what we do. Here at the Joe Moffat Show. Now, as you can see, we are recording on a Wednesday. And we will be dropping this episode tonight on Wednesday. Why? Because that's the way I had it planned out. Not only that, but... Mm, mm, mm. Let me tell you something. To have something bittersweet. Bitter, 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 bittersweet. Happen. As good as what happened today... Oh, ladies and gentlemen, it, it, it it's it, it's kind of like a sigh of relief. And, and I say that because I know a lot of you guys may have noticed that I did do the boycott of, of Empire. I, I was serious about that. Um, and, and it kind of hurt, but I was like, you know, hey, I'm sticking to my guns with Empire. I'm not going to watch Empire, you know, which included. And I basically, you know, put a much shot there and put a said that it was Fox in general uh, since I don't watch Fox News, but I just, you know, 
Everybody is at fault for this shit that is involved in the organization. You don't do some shit. You you can't own McDonald's and own Burger King. But if you could own McDonald's and own Burger King, and one some shit pop off at McDonald's that could affect what happens at Burger King, well, goddammit, you're going to try to alleviate that shit and get it out of the way, right? Well, this is kind of what you had with, with Fox News and Fox. You know what I'm saying? You have Fox that does their cartoons, the Simpsons, their empires used to do Martin. And then you have Fox News, which is a bunch of hypocritical popcorn for our douchebags that sit here and literally talk shit about shit that they barely know much about other than what they read on a fucking screen. You know? I've never seen an organization be so involved with just complete and total cronyism because that's all the motherfuckers are, is a bunch of goddamn cronies. So, y'all got to excuse me. So, for today of all days, a show day, I certainly not could not take advantage of to announce to everyone, to be the one here, to say right here from the Joe Moffat Show, that from the alerts that I've been getting all day long, Bill O'Reilly's ass is done at Fox News. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. I'm glad that motherfucker gone. Fuck him. I told y'all that months ago. I'm not going to sit here and feel sorry for that nigga. Not a one motherfucking second. Not none. Nope. You heard some of the shit that that chipped tooth, wrinkled dick bastard and said about people? That waste of sperm, space, and fucking energy has been talking cash money shit for people for years. And I am truly, truly happy to be sitting here today in the throne to say, that that motherfucker is get her on. We not gonna say hi, na 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 na. Hey, goodbye. Fuck that. Get that nigga a box. Get him the fuck out the building. Fuck a box. Get that nigga a trash bag. I don't give a shit. Fuck a trash bag. Open that nigga's window and start tossing shit towards his motherfucking car. While security escorting his raggedy ass up out this motherfucker. Yeah, I said it. I ain't gonna be the only one to say it either because Bill O'Reilly is an asshole. We've talked about this before. Hell. Bill O'Reilly ain't shit, and if shit was shit, if shit was valuable, he'd be the cheapest shit that shit could be. And that's for real. Bill O'Reilly is an asshole and a douche nozzle. And you know, the way of fucking putting it. And I'm glad that his ass is gone from Fox News. Now, I wanted to go on to make that announcement first. I also wanted to make a second announcement of some shit that popped out this morning. Um, uh, for those that don't know, um, a former NFL football player and hatchet superstar, um, Aaron Hernandez, was found hanging in his uh, jail cell this morning while in prison. He killed somebody, killed himself. Hey. He just had an addiction to killing. It was, it was about time. He had to kill something. That motherfucker probably killed all the roaches in his room. He probably killed all the rats. Probably killed all the spiders. You know what I'm saying? They gave this nigga disinfected. He killed all the mold. You know what I'm talking about? He went down to the doctor, had a little cold, killed his virus infection and everything. And when all nothing else was left, he was just sitting there with nothing to kill. So, went in wrong. Fuck it. Killed himself. Now we as taxpayers ain't got to deal with that bullshit. And I know that sounds kind of harsh, me saying it like that, but in the same breath and light, you know, I 
he was an asshole. I mean, he, he was a fucking murderer. He was proven as found guilty by a jury of his peers of murder. So he's a murderer. And therefore, you know, he gave himself his just desserts. If that's the way you want to look at it, that's what happened. You know, I'm not going to sit here and, and be the, the tearful type on um, Aaron Hernandez's behalf. I don't want nobody to take this as no time. They trying to throw a conspiracy in it. I don't give a damn about a conspiracy. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like the conspiracy everybody trying to do with Steven Stevens, Steve Stevens, uh, the black man that went on a shooting, uh, supposed, well, a shooting, I'll call it a shooting rampage, and then broadcasted it all over Facebook. And then, of all places, the nigga ends up getting caught because he stopped at McDonald's to get some fucking french fries. And then the people from McDonald's recognized this sloop, slew mouth ass. You understand what I'm saying? I'm bald and growing a beard. This nigga had me not wanting to leave the house for fucking 24 hours until they caught this motherfucker. Shit, because every nigga bald head with a beard was going to be a goddamn suspect. I'm in Oklahoma. That shit was in Cleveland. They still was going to fuck it with my ass. Hell. Dumbass nigga running around shooting an old man for no goddamn reason. What is wrong with people nowadays? Where the hell does that even make sense? And then now they want to sit here and say... That the, the cops said he killed, they, they chased him down as they caught up with him after he left McDonald's. And then in the midst of the chase, he finally stopped. And I guess in the midst of that stop, he killed himself. But now the conspiracy that, that some people don't want to say is that he didn't in fact kill himself, but the cops killed him. I'm not too sure on that one, Chief. Because last time I checked, police are probably uh, standing pretty, pretty, pretty close to anybody that they've killed of African-American African -American descent in these streets. They stand close to that report. They want to fill that motherfucker out and get their accolades. You know what I'm saying? I shit you not. We talked about this a few months ago. I think it's a goddamn quote on niggas in some cases. Shit. I'm, I shit you not. I truly think police departments have to carry a quota on race. They have to arrest a certain amount of each color to be able to get their goddamn government licenses or whatever. Or get their government funding or whatever. I think that I've always thought that because it's very weird how so long you'll notice certain races get picked up more in certain situations, especially when you live in an area that is not consumed by one particular race. If you're in the ghetto, you're gonna see more black people get arrested. In your small white town, you're gonna see white people get arrested. Believe it or not, you understand what I'm saying? You can't sit here and tell me white folks gonna get arrested when the Aryan Brotherhood is one of the biggest gangs in prisons. I call bullshit. Okay, yeah, we had a crazy motherfucker yesterday. They say he was uh, ties with the with the the fucking Irish mob, some crazy motherfucker out here. Uh, Brandon LaForce, out here in Oklahoma. This crazy motherfucker. They had to put my kid on lockdown at college yesterday because this motherfucker got delivered a goddamn uh, restraining not restraining order, a eviction notice to his house, and he thought it was a good idea to shoot a goddamn cop in the face. And then take off running. Think the motherfucker like stole two cars, tried to get away. You understand what I'm saying? They had to put all the schools on lockdown. My stepdaughter freaked. I thought this idiot was freaking out. This nigga trying to go to Taco Bell. It was so goddamn bad. The kids were so getting so restless that they had to send out a message from the vice president of the school saying that if anybody left that motherfucker, you getting hit with a $300 fine. And if your ass get caught outside of your room, just randomly walking around trying to enjoy the goddamn atmosphere, they were going to hit your ass with a $75 fine. Hell, if your ass wanted to go on a frolic that day, it was going to cost you $75. 
and it shouldn't have cost them nothing because they should have realized that there was a crazy motherfucker on the loose. And maybe, just maybe, sitting your ass down ain't a bad idea. So then my wife calls to tell me that this nigga want to go to Taco Bell. No, 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 no. You go sit your crazy ass down. There's no conspiracy with this motherfucker because his sorry ass was a waste of, pay, waste of space. And now a fine police officer is now dead for simply doing his fucking job. You know what I'm saying? We've talked about that before. People dying for their damn job. You'll never put me on an oil rig because I'm not going to die for no motherfucking job. I'm not going to put myself in a job where there's a chance that I'm going to end up motherfucking dying because a job is a job. Okay? There's motherfucking cops that have been shot in the ass and fired because of the reason why they got shot in the ass. They were doing, they may have been doing the right thing and in the right, but if there was one inkling of something wrong with the reason why they got shot in the ass, they lost their job. And they had to deal with the fact that they had a bullet that just got dug out of their ass. A job is a job. It's a job. It's a job. Okay? Let's be clear. If it ain't yours, don't. If it's yours, don't do nothing to get yourself fucked off. Come on, man. Live your life. Life is too short to be sitting here getting yourself fucked off for somebody else's shit. And that's real. But see, when it comes to police officers and when it comes to soldiers and, and anybody in, in a line of work where they're protecting other people, they take that risk. And as we should always do, we should thank them for their service. This officer gave his life to, to simply by doing his job. And it's sad that now this, this poor man's family has, has to bury their, pay, their, 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 their life force. It's horrible. So when you, but, but like Mr. LaForce, Steve Stevens killed a man for no reason. Oh, wait, no. His reasoning because his girlfriend broke up with him. I've said this before. There's too much pussy in this seat. There's too many dicks in that ocean. Let me see that fucking yourself off over no one goddamn person. Ain't no one motherfucking person supposed to stop no show. Don't let one monkey stop your damn show. And certainly don't let nobody take your motherfucking shine. This nigga let another person take his shine, and then he in turn wanted to take another person's shine because he was hurt. Because his feelings were destroyed. He had to go and completely and totally ravage another human being's existence. But then somebody wants to then turn around and tell me, well, wait a minute, though, Joe, he may have been murdered. I don't give a fuck about that nigga being murdered, man. The police killed his ass. Fuck him. Why they don't want to tell us, I don't know, because there's a first time for every goddamn thing. Them niggas always tell every goddamn thing, certainly what they do with niggas. Shit. That crazy motherfucking cop in Dallas that did that damn flip that time they was fucking with their kids. Don't tell me what cops don't do. I know what the fuck cops do. And they certainly gonna want to take credit for killing the goddamn nigga. They've been doing it for all summer, apparently. Hell. It's hard to believe that them cops actually killed that man because of the fact of the matter is that, one, he was armed in the car by himself and was a crazy motherfucker. Clearly. So when it comes to the Steve Stevensons, when it comes to the Mr. the Forces, when it comes to the Aaron Hernandezes, I say to you today, my friends, fuck them. Fuck them up against the wall. I hope they burn in hell. And I'm going to leave it at that.
you hurt somebody, fuck you and everything that happened to you. And now, on with the show. <laughs> uh, man, I missed out on a lot of crazy shit last week. I know y'all want to know. All y'all know. I know y'all want to know. The last time I was on a flight, and I think I, I told this story. Uh, well, no, 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 no. Take that back. Not the last time. 2002. I flew from uh, Houston, Texas to Tulsa. I was going back to school. I was doing the summer. And uh, the weird part about that flight was it was on United, okay? And United put me and another black guy in special seats, okay? We had seats that were already booked for us because I didn't book my flight, of course. My book was book, My flight was booked uh, by the um, administrators at the school. Um, so whenever I just had to go and check in, they gave me a ticket, assigned me a seat, and there you go. When it came to assign my seats, they had a ticket. They had a seat already assigned to me. But it was weird. It was like when they saw me, they changed the seat assignment. And when they changed the seat assignment, it put me like closer to one of the emergency doors. And, I, and the only reason why I, rec- I really recognized that they did it is because they did it to the guy behind me who was flying to Tulsa as well. And he and I looked alike. And we looked alike because we was two big-ass niggas, Okay. I was about 6'1", 240 at the time. This dude was like six fucking five, three ten easy. This motherfucker throat looked like a side of beef. You understand what I'm saying? This motherfucker was huge. And I guess me and this nigga was like the two biggest niggas on this flight. And so they commandeered us to sit in special seating. Now, when you get sit in special seating, you kind of get pushed through a lot of things real easy. Back in them days, they were real tight on security because this was not too long after 9-11. This wasn't even a year after the fact. And so when I went through, uh, when I went through the gate to get to, when I went through security to get through the gate, they did the pat down, they did the shoes, you know. They, they had a real basic shit that they had to do, but the, the fucking airport was loaded with people. So they literally, when they saw my ticket and they saw that I was supposed to be under some special assigned seating, they, they did the pat down like a quick swipe. They looked through my bag, missed the bag of weed I had in there, and let me go to the flight. I was stunned. Nobody said shit. When I got to the front, when I got to the line, when I got to the gate, I got in line. They called for me and the black guy to go on the flight early with the first class passengers. I shit you not. All of this was going down. We were getting like top-notch treatment. We weren't even in fucking first class, but they put us in them seats. Then they boarded everybody else, okay? All right, so we get on the flight. We flying in the air. These bitches come rolling up on me and this nigga. Now, nigga sitting on the other side. He see me, I see him. He see me, I see him. I look up, nod. He look up, nod. We pay attention to the flight. We both had an idea of what we knew what was going on, but what we weren't really sure, we just played it out. You know what I'm saying? I ain't never seen this nigga again in my life. I couldn't recognize him. He can walk up to me right now and say, hey, you told a story about me. I'm like, nigga, I don't know you, and I'm walk away. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know you, dude. My bad. But 
this story is about you. So, <laughs> so he's sitting in his seat. I'm sitting in my seat. One of the stewardesses, we, we, we taxi off. We get in the air. One of the stewardess roll up on me. About, about an hour and a half flight. Wasn't that bad. <laughs> and first thing she do, one of the stewardess, she offered me a drink. I'm like, uh, I'll just take a cup. She said, you sure you don't want anything stronger? This shit threw me the fuck off. Because I'm sitting like, wait a minute. You got me in special seating. You're trying to get me drunk. So you, they, it was almost like they were trying to make a formula of how to build the perfect nigga to have a nigga moment. They wanted me on a plane, fucked up. So some shit pop off. I may decide to respond. You understand what I'm saying? Thank God nothing popped off. Because by the time we got to Tulsa, these bitches had me like four drinks deep. All right? You can't get a nigga fucked up that you also want to protect some shit. I mean, goddamn, dude. That nigga, you get me that goddamn fucked up, I ain't going to be able to protect myself. You know what I'm saying? You could get away. The wind could kick me in the nuts that day if I'm that fucking drunk. Four drinks in back then, I wasn't as bad as I should have been. But I think they was like mixing some, like, I don't know, like a weed cocktail in the liquor or some shit, because this shit had me, like, loaded. So by the time the, the flight lands, they let, they do the same thing. Only difference was, they made me and bruh wait till everybody got off the fucking plane. This pissed me off. Because these motherfuckers basically used us to not only be the protectors of everyone, they get us shit-faced, then they treat us like businesses, made everybody, let everybody else get out of the flight, and then we could finally leave. They kind of, they, they nudged at us like in a way of a thank you. We didn't get no like special tickets or discounts or anything and shit like that. I guess the liquor that they gave us was enough. Which, by the way, I had to pay for the motherfucking liquor. I didn't throw that part in there. The, the drinks weren't free. You know. But they was delicious. So I kept consuming. It don't shock me that United do shady shit. So when I found out that these motherfuckers got an Asian doctor's ass whooped and drug off drug off of one of their plants. Do you know what it's like to drag a motherfucker? Do you know what kind of condition you have to have a nigga to be able to fucking drag them? You understand what I'm saying? This nigga wasn't kicking. This nigga wasn't screaming because he was already knocked the fuck out. He couldn't budge to be able to protest what the fuck was wrong with him because he had already been cold cocked. You saw he got cold cocked. The nigga was bleeding out of his fucking mouth like it wasn't nobody's business. You'd have thought the nigga was chewing on his fucking tongue for two hours. I don't know. I really can't call exactly what all of everything they did to this man simply because they overbooked the flight, then turned around and said that the flight wasn't overbooked. The president of the fucking company came out talking cash money shit about how the fuck he thought that everything should have been kosher and copacetic with his employees and they shouldn't be fucked with. They did what the fuck they were supposed to do. Then you backdoor and see that them niggas not only was wrong and out of line, then he had to back door and go on the Today Show, go on ABC. The nigga had to call his mama. That nigga had to go to his uh, great-grandma grave and apologize to all of these motherfuckers for showing himself to be a complete and total douchebag. Now, all of this apologizing and all of this policy changing and all of this bullshit that they want this nigga to do 
The one thing they asked him, the biggest thing they asked him to do is fucking quit. Which you know, a motherfucker that's making that kind of money, he ain't gonna walk away for some shit another nigga did. It wasn't him that knocked the nigga in the mouth. It wasn't him that called and said, hey, get that motherfucker off that plane. You understand what I'm saying? He wasn't even there. You can't ask a nigga that wasn't there to quit their job. He wasn't there. Last time I checked, I don't even think that nigga wrote the goddamn policy. If anything else, you need to go dig up the motherfucker who wrote that policy and slap the shit out of their asses because they ought to know better. They say fucking Delta be paying bitches 11000 goddamn dollars to give up their motherfucking seat. Nigga, you give me $900, I would give up my motherfucking seat. Shut up, bitch. You give me $90 and some of them drinks that y'all be specially mixing on this motherfucker and I will give up my motherfucking seat. I don't give a damn. You can give me a $10 gift card to some food in the goddamn buffet. I might just give up my goddamn seat. But don't you dare I have no motherfucking security guards come rolling up on my ass, busting me in my mouth and hitting me upside the head and shit, dragging me off of the plane. And I'd have been more pissed off that these motherfuckers got away with a nigga with a video camera showing my dumb ass getting drugged drug off a motherfucking plane and I wasn't dragging some niggas with me? No. Because I'm telling you right now, baby. Oh, babies, babies, babies. Ain't no way in hell. That whole situation would have went off different. That was a good chance. That goddamn plane would have been set on fire fucking with my dumb ass. I have a severe case of nigga syndrome and when my nigga syndrome click off, it's on. My motherfucking ass will go from zero to nigga in no time. That was the only thing wrong with that doctor. See, that's the reason why I think the culture of being a nigga needs to be spread worldwide so then we can keep this bullshit from happening because real niggas are needed right now. If it was a real nigga on that plane, that shit wouldn't have went down like that. You understand what I'm saying? Real niggas are getting superseded by fake niggas at an alarming rate, and it's killing me. It's really, really killing me because I see these things every day in different situations of my personal life, and it's fucked up that we having to have people going through this shit. There's no reason why this man, a human being, had to be treated like that for some shit that he paid for. That nigga paid to be there. You understand what I'm saying? Look, if you go to a club... You pay the entry fee, you walk in the club, and the first thing you do is sock one of the bouncers in the mouth. I can see your motherfucking ass being drugged at that goddamn club. I can see your ass being drugged at that club into an alley and thrown into a trash dumpster. I can see your ass being drugged out that club, thrown into a trash dumpster, dumped into a trash truck, and dumped into the goddamn trash uh, landfill, because that's what the fuck your dumb ass deserve if you thought that you was going to get away with walking into a club and punching a goddamn bouncer in the face five seconds in. You know, you buy the bar, you buy a couple of bottle services, and you punch a nigga in the goddamn face, they might let you make it. Your ass ain't even bought a goddamn shot yet. You ain't even been there long enough to say that your ass had anything to do with the reason why they had to pay the fucking light bill. Okay? So, when we're handling each other as human beings, I really think we have a serious problem with communication nowadays. Because there's no way in hell that if they would have really talked to that man and helped him understand and see that they was having a problem that he would have been able to respond. Also as well, though, he was a medical professional. As a medical professional, this motherfucker said he had patients to see tomorrow. So if I'm sitting here at an airline and I find out that an airline got my doctor 
got his ass whooped in the airport while this nigga trying to come check on me and my condition that's going on. Motherfucker, I might be showing up to that airport to help my goddamn my doctor out because my doctor need to be where the fuck he is to help my ass out. Hello? He is a goddamn medical fucking professional. This nigga should be getting praised and adorned. They should have been moving that nigga to first fucking class. I will. So sorry, sir. We didn't realize you was a doctor. Here you go. He got a whole bag of free shit on us. I'm serious. This nigga was a doctor and got shit on. I don't know what the fuck United gonna do. I don't know if that they gonna ask. I'm tell you what United gonna have to do. They gonna have to become Southwest. That's the only way United gonna be able to come back from this one. I'm telling you now. And I'm kind of like what this other motherfucker said the other day. If they drop the prices on United flights, you better believe I'll be on that motherfucker. Right now, I am in the midst of an airplane nightmare because they have things called an unaccompanied minor charge. Every, air, every, every airline does it. It is when you have to pay in excess of $150 fucking dollars just because your kid is flying on that flight. That is basically your ass is paying a babysitting fee for these motherfuckers to hang out with your kid for like two, three hours. Daycares don't charge that shit on a weekly motherfucking basis. Your ass probably paying 70, 80, 90, 100 bucks. Not 150 motherfucking dollars for three fucking hours to be around this nigga. My kid really ain't that bad. If you get that nigga a book or video game system, he ain't got to say shit to you, bitch. He won't even look in your motherfucking direction because that's how my little nigga do. And he know as soon as he get his little ass off that plane, if he was get acting up, he getting fucked up all in the name of love. So when you tell me that an airline is needing an additional $150 simply for a seat to have a child in it, I call bullshit. I think that's absurd. I think that's the craziest shit I've ever seen in my life, but I have to pay it willingly because that's the way I get to see my baby here all the way in Atlanta. I can't drive to H-Town no more and see him. I got to fly him from Atlanta. You know, y'all know the story. Y'all know what's up. This ain't nothing new. This We family. Y'all my family. Y'all know my story. We family. Y'all shit. Motherfucker, y'all gonna be able to walk up in the street and be asking me how the fuck niggas gonna be doing in my life and shit. <laughs> Hell, here soon, because I'm gonna tell it. I, I love it. That's the way I do it. But yeah, if United dropped that damn $150 fee, I might be having to give United some cash. I'm, I'm shit, nigga. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. That $150 fee is a bitch. That is a motherfucker. So United, here's your, here's your chance to make up. If your ass dropped that $150 fee, you might be able to fuck with me. And I'm going to leave it at that for United. That's the only saving grace that I can ask them niggas for. I think anybody that, that even is considering flying United, the phone calls need to go like this. Hello, and thank, thank you for calling United. How long you help you? Ah, uh, yes. I'd like to order some uh, airplane tickets, please. Sure. Where will you be flying? I'm going to be flying from Los Angeles to New York. All righty, and how many passengers will be with you? We're going to have just me. I'll be on first class. Yeah. <laughs> All righty, that ticket is going to be $350. $350? Yes, sir, $350. Hmm. Take $50 off and we got a deal. Why would we take $50 off, sir? Uh, this is my, I'm choosing your ass fee. I'm sorry, what? 
It's called I'm choosing your ass fee. Y'all fucked up real bad, lady. So if I choose to choose your ass, it's going to cost you an additional $50. So, sir, what you're saying is we, we should give you a $50 discount because you chose to fly with us um, after what we did to that uh, gentleman um, a couple of weeks ago. You're damn right, nigga. Where can we email you your receipt? <laughs> and there it is. That, that's it. Get that nigga that $50 out if he chooses to fucking fly with you. United ought to be like making commercials right now where they literally just, nigga, if you walk in the airport, we will give, take your ass somewhere and bring you home. Fuck it. <laughs> just fuck it. They need to be giving away a whole lot of free shit. If your ass got frequent five miles, fuck it. We doubling them for your ass this year only. You know, you got to cash them bitches in by June 1st and offer that shit May 27th and shit. You know, hell, don't go too fucking far. You still got to make some money. But, yeah, I I don't know if United will ever come back from this. Most bullshit companies, too. So, ain't nothing we can do about it. Uh, it is what it is. Charles Barkley. I have a word. I need to have a word with you, sir. Um... For those that don't know and don't keep up with sports, um, there's a wonderful basketball player by the name of Isaiah Thomas, uh, not to be mistaken by the basketball great, uh, former De- uh, Detroit Pistons, Isaiah Thomas. This is a, um, I'm not even, I've never done the research to see if they actually are related, um, but this uh, young man plays for the Boston Celtics, and they were, he'd been getting a lot of write-ups lately um, in the paper. Um, he had done a lot of great things at the All-Star Game, done great things all season, and they were heading into the playoffs. And unfortunately, on Saturday, it was reported that his younger sister died in a car accident, um, to which followed... Um, no, retract that. The accident, I believe, happened Friday night, and then he had a game Saturday, somewhere in there. So um, as he was preparing for the game, um, he broke down crying. Now, anybody that's lost anyone, everybody doesn't instantaneously break down crying. It doesn't work like that, okay? Some people don't get a choice of where they're going to break down at. Some people are hit at news, and, and they, people like myself, I, I hear news like that, and the first thing I want to do is respond with, how can I help, well, you know? How did it happen? What took place? Um, that situation may be different for, for, for different circumstances. Every circumstance is not the same. Um, I, I, I may instantaneously cry for, 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 for one situation um, than I would for another. I'm, you know, being honest, shit. Ain't no use of fucking lying. Hell, nigga, people, we have preference, motherfucker. There it is, shit. Um, and f- for this young man, he, he preparing for a big game. He, he was, and and when you're doing all of that, it's a lot of pressure. You know, it's a whole lot of pressure. My kiddo had more pressure than the motherfucker last month when they was at state. It was crazy. And to watch her get into that mindset to to do something great, she knew it was coming. She just didn't know how. But for 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 our young Isaiah to be going through what he's going through compared to what he's getting ready to go into, all of this was weighing on him. So when he sat down on that sideline, on that court, on that day, at that moment, at that time, and broke down crying, the whole 
entire world was able to see real life. I think a lot of us forget that life is real. This shit ain't fake. It's not a fucking reality show. It's not a fucking script. It's not a goddamn TV show. Life is some real shit that we all have to deal with and face. Real shit, okay? So at that moment, at that time, in that situation, the shit hit him, okay? And it hit him hard. So to hear Charles Barkley, you bald-headed, bitch-ass nigga. Boy, you bald niggas is pissing me off. I'm a bald-headed black man. I need you dumb motherfuckers to quit making us look bad, okay? Wish the way I look, baby, it don't never take, it take a whole lot to make me look bad because I'm always looking astounding. However, we don't need no motherfucking bullshit influences, and we certainly don't need no bitch-ass niggas talking about when it's okay and appropriate for a nigga to break down crying. If a motherfucker need to cry, you let that nigga cry, you walk your bitch ass on, and you let that nigga handle his business. If you can't motherfucking handle it, it ain't your motherfucking business, you selfish cocksucker motherfucker to worry about what the hell you think. This ain't the time to be talking about what the fuck you think. Fuck you and the goddamn pool pit you piss out of, you punk ass, perverted, pimped out looking ass punk. Dick in the boot ass nigga, you gonna sit here and fucking call this nigga out for fucking crying? For showing emotion? Are you fucking kidding me? No, baby. Isaiah, we coming to your rescue, brother. Charles, you kiss my motherfucking ass. With every ounce of that big, bald, fucked up head of yours. You, Ooh, you sorry mother. Low down, dirty motherfucker. To sit here and call a nigga out for crying. For showing emotion for his family member. I, I, you'll never get me to understand that shit. How the fuck can you be that damn insensitive? How can you be that full of shit and get away with it? Guess what, nigga? You ain't got away with it because a nigga like me was paying very well good attention and I'm going to roast your dirty dick ass till the end of time. So Charles Barkley, just so you know, your ass just made the shit list. You sitting right there with Greg Hardy, Bill O'Reilly, Bill Cosby. Well, we got levels to the list, y'all. He ain't like at the top level. You know what I'm saying? That, that's that's VIP type shit to reach top level. My, my, my list have levels. You understand what I'm saying? Ray Rice, he ain't on that Ray Rice level. You know what I'm saying? He's like on an asshole level. You feel me? You know, just a, a douchebag level. He's kind of like on a Paul Ryan level. You know, that Paul Ryan and Charles Barkley go hand in hand with me right now. Fuck them both, you know? I'm serious. <laughs> you know, Trump is in that area with Bill O'Reilly and Bill Cosby. Simply because that motherfucker promoted Bill O'Reilly. He sat there and tried to sit here and say how Bill, Bill O'Reilly was the bee's knees. This nigga was just, oh my God, he's just not that bad of a guy. But nigga, you apparently ain't that good of a judgment, a motherfucking character being nobody saying that nobody is shit. Maybe your motherfucking ass need to keep your opinion to yourself. Niggle. And there it is. I'd like to like to title that previous segment we just went through, Fantastic Bastards, and where to pee on they sorry asses. I would really like to climb to the top of T TNT Tower 
wait for this nigga walk out and piss right over the side on that bald head motherfucker piece of shit ass nigga. The only problem, only reason why I won't do it is because it might splash on Shaq and Shaq, you all right with me, my nigga. Shaq is all right with me. For those that don't know, Shaquille O'Neal, even after I roasted his ass a few weeks ago for that goddamn flat earth shit, you simple bastard. Now, nigga, you know better. I'm not still not letting that go, motherfucker. However, you have my respect, sir. Um, there was a young man um, who was being a complete and total, complete and total dumbass shot and killed himself on Facebook Live last week, which, you know, we've mentioned Facebook Live twice now on the show. Both times, terrible incidences. Which makes me wonder how good is is it to have Facebook Live around. Hmm? Anywho, just a thought. But the young man was unfortunately playing with a gun and he shot and killed himself on accident. Um... Shaq heard the story, and Shaq came to the rescue, um, well, came to help the family in a time of, of tragedy by offering uh, to pay for the funeral services. Um, I think that is absolutely wonderful. I, I, I will be giving Shaq um, our new award, uh, the Keeping It 100 Trophy, because I'm very proud to say um, for many years that we watched that gentleman play ball and do crazy shit like Shazam and, and, and still he proves that there are still good people out in this world um, that actually care about other human beings. Um, so, uh, Charles, you're going to get away with a warning, motherfucker. Um, and I won't piss on your head simply because I don't want it to splash on Shaq. He doesn't deserve that. He is a fucking awesome human being. So, um which I, I and and ball players have been doing some ball players have done this in the past. Um, I, I recall when um, those who may not remember James Bird, he was the gentleman who was murdered in Jasper, Texas, back in the nineties, um, when uh, two individuals tied him to the back of their pickup truck and literally drug him, you know, like he was on an airline flight all around this town, to the point where it, it was so devastating that he was literally decapitated. Um, leaving him completely and totally unrecognizable. And uh, Dennis Rodman stepped in at that time and, and paid for Mr. Bird's funeral. So I do recall instances where, you know, ball players have done that, and I, I hope the generation coming up behind these former players, uh, they take they take notice on that and uh, hopefully put themselves in a position of being able to help somebody as well. Um, but even with that being said, uh, Charles Barkley, you douchebag, don't let me catch you in the street, nigga. Okay? I'm just saying. Don't be a little bitch. You let that man cry, he lost his, a family member. Okay? You let that man cry, you give him his moment, and don't you shut your motherfucking mouth down. Don't you say shit. You shut the fuck up. Up. Okay? Shut the fuck up. Sean Spicer. <laughs> How the fuck does this nigga still have a job, man? God damn. Y'all know my job stories. I ain't gonna go into these no more, dog. I, I really truly ain't. It, okay, wait, no, I do have one. Okay. I remember when I was in high school, okay? I was working at Taco Bell. I don't know if I told y'all this one. I was working at Taco Bell, and 
I was it was going towards uh, midterms, and we was getting ready for tests at school, and I knew I had to take these tests and everything, so my stupid ass graduate. And in the midst of needing to take these tests, I needed to concentrate and focus, whatnot, really be a good student because my ass knew that I needed the credits to fucking graduate high school, goddammit. So I'm working at this Taco Bell, and the manager, for some reason or other, one night decides to get a hard-on with me and makes me stay till close. Not only do they make me stay till close, but then the assistant manager turns, a manager turns around and makes me stay and finish all the cleanup in the store, mopping, washing pans, everything. They just basically turned me out to be the store bitch this night. So in retaliation of this fuckery, because I was not going to sit here and miss my opportunity of, of studying and getting my shit done, you know what I'm saying? When it came down to it, look, I wasn't no goddamn book nerd, but when I needed to get it done, goddamn it, I got it done, all right? And in this case, I needed to get it fucking done because I wanted to graduate. So I basically took all the goddamn dirty pans and shit that still had beans and meat and cheese still stuck in them. Or some of them was burnt in there and shit. Some of it was fresh. And stuck that shit at the back of the shelf and then put the clean pans in front of that shit. Then I turned on the heater to about like 80 fucking five. So that shit would be roasted and nice and toasty by the time them niggas walked in there. By the, and I heard what happened when them bitches walked in there the next morning. Two of their asses puked in the parking lot. <laughs> One of them started having pregnancy contractions. <laughs> and they had to shut the whole damn store down to get that damn place cleaned out for a whole fucking day. Needless to say, I sent my mama to pick up my check. Okay? Now, I did some shit that should get my ass, what, fired. But by an action like that, clearly showed that my motherfucking ass was wanting to quit. And that's what the fuck happened. I quit. So it shouldn't surprise me when I see a motherfucker like Sean Spicer who has the nerve and audacity to defend Hitler. Not be a motherfucker considered that he is possibly wanting to quit his fucking job. This nigga does not want his motherfucking job. This It is proven. You do not defend Hitler and keep your motherfucking job. No, 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 no. There's a bitch right now sitting at home mad because she said that Michelle Obama was a monkey mouth motherfucker and she was an ugly bitch. And, she, and this bitch ain't got no goddamn job for saying some shit simply to crack on a bitch's having a personal opinion about what you think a motherfucker look like. This nigga literally said some shit that made Hitler not look that bad. Hitler, the guy who killed millions of his fucking people. And when I say his people, I mean white people. Don't get it twisted. Don't get it confused. Okay? 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 He killed his own fucking race. Okay? Okay? Or how they were saying on Kevin Hart's new comedy special, which I actually found funny. Really? This nigga, really? You gonna defend fucking Hitler, my nigga? All the motherfuckers that you could come back in history to... Nigga, I could go by the fucking fence of Ike Turner faster than I can go by one for fucking Hitler. Are you shitting me? I shouldn't have to be the one to tell you this. It shouldn't have took till fucking Wednesday of April 19th for these motherfuckers to realize that this nigga need to be fired and yet this motherfucker is still there. After
after defending Hitler. I got wrote up at a job for taking donations, nigga. 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 And not like donations for a side bitch or some shit like that. I wasn't being shady, no, bitch. I was doing something nice. And got wrote up. This motherfucker still got his job and this motherfucker defended Hitler. Where in the fucking fuck does that make any fucking sense, motherfucker? Nowhere. That's where. Fuck. Oh, my God. And yet, once again, this motherfucker still got a job. You've got to wonder if some there's got to be some hand jobs or some blow jobs or, or somebody getting fucked in the ass. Somebody is going through some really embarrassing shit to be keeping the jobs that these motherfuckers have. I, I'm just going to keep it 100 with you. You don't get to keep jobs like that without doing something nasty. You can't be... If you're going to be that stupid, you got to know how to suck a dick or two. Sorry. So, Sean Spicer, from this moment forward, you, in my eyes, are a cocksucker. Every which way it work. From the top of your head to the bottom of your size seven motherfucking feet. And I say size seven because I'm pretty sure you got a little dick. Okay? I'm serious. Because I'm... <laughs> It just fucks with me. How you know? Don't get me wrong. I don't even know how Trump is still in 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 office. Seriously, but then again, I can see how a waste of sperm like goddamn Sean Spicer is still in there because Trump's dumbass is still in there. You'd have thought Trump would have got this fucker fired right now. And Trump's talking about cleaning out the swamp. That must be what happens when you dish Melania's ass or some shit. That's is that the equivalent of of clearing out the swamp? I guess I don't know. Swamp ass. That's the only thing it looked like he clearing out. Well, he did fire Steve Bannon, but Steve Bannon looked like a motherfucker that was only good at standing around doing absolute jack shit nothing. That's what that nigga looked like. Nigga, you look like you like standing around and not doing shit. <laughs> Hell, that motherfucker did not look like the type to be enthused to be at work. That nigga was not showing up to work. Oh, what a beautiful morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. Shit. Not having to look at that motherfucking orange face, two paid motherfucker shit. I'd be showing up to work, man. <laughs> Fuck your bitch in the click game. West side when we white coming quick again. <laughs> I showed up to work every day, bucked in the motherfucker. I didn't give a shit. <laughs> I had to look at all that ugly all goddamn day long. <laughs> oh, Lord. Mm. I was watching some shit last night. Somebody said this. Donald Trump got a stripper booty. And now I will never go to a strip club ever again. Fuck that. Nope. <laughs> They've made one of the most horrible comparisons on the planet. And now I hope they go to hell for that shit, you rat bastards. It's absolutely horrible. <laughs> uh, also, speaking of Dirty Bird Trump, a.k.a. Agent Orange, a.k.a. Piece of Shit, a.k.a. Wasted Space, a.k.a. That nigga, son, that, that nigga that should have been swallowed. Uh, he bragged about this big-ass bomb that he dropped in Afghanistan uh, last week on ISIS and everything. And, you know, killed 90 niggas. And he felt real proud about the big bomb that had been sitting there for all these years. And, you know, they even went as far as to, to like, show the bombing and, and 
to, to, to play music with the bombing. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? To, real, just stupid shit. Which only meant it had happened on Fox News, right? Right? <laughs> That's what stupid shit is starting to breed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, Goddamn, the, the stupid shit on Fox is starting to become un-fucking-imaginable. I'm thinking the writers of The Simpsons are writing the shit on Fox News. I really think that's what the fuck is happening right now. I shit you not. Because how the fuck ain't nobody still mention how the fuck... And, and hold up, hold up, hold up. The reason why I, I can't really be too mad at Fox News, because like Fox Entertainment, you you y'all know Cleveland is white, right? <laughs> I hate bringing that shit up to my black children that watch a white man do the voice of a black cartoon character and that shit was supposed to be cool. You know, they used to do this shit back in the day and niggas would get pissed off about it. There was a show called Amos and Andy. They didn't even have the characters drawn up back then. It was on the radio and niggas got pissed off about it. Now, it's a motherfucking number one rated TV show. We literally have bought back Amos and Andy and called it the Cleveland Show. But if you like it, I love it. Research Amos and Andy. Not Amos and Andrew. That is a dumbass movie that motherfuckers made when Hollywood started paying attention to Amos and Andy back in the 90s and they started teaching people about this movie and, and about the way the, the artists were being depicted and niggas was being treated like dumbass niggas either. There was, there was one good nigga, one shiesty ass nigga, and one dumbass nigga. The shiesty-ass nigga was named Kingfish. And Kingfish was supposed to be like just this big-time, dirty-mouthed dad, just a, just a nigga always trying to get over and swindle somebody. Then you had a dumb-ass, country-ass nigga that was on there. And then you had Amos that was, uh, well, no, it was Amos and Andy. Andy was the dumb-ass. Amos was the smart one. Amos was married. Andrew was married. It was kind of like the Honeymooners. If you want to have a comparison, I just don't recall both of them having it wasn't about the wives and the family it, it basically based around kingfish and these other two motherfuckers it, was, it was, should have been kingfish amos and andy if anything else you know what i'm saying but then what hollywood turned around and did is some cocksucker made a movie called amos and andrew with motherfucking nicholas cage and samuel jackson about a white guy breaking into a black guy's house and then these niggas all becoming friends at the end of it. Bunch of just stupid fucking shit that they tried to hurry up and, and take out the scripts, take our minds off of the shit that used to happen back in the day. And here we are now with the Cleveland show. I ain't never been a motherfucking fan of the Cleveland show. I never will be a motherfucking fan of the Cleveland show. I don't give a fuck what nobody say. If you can't put a nigga in there with that cartoon character to do that goddamn voice, you don't need to have a nigga that you prancing around on the motherfucking screen. I don't give a fuck if it's a cartoon or not, nigga. Yeah, I didn't said it. I'm 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 through with the damn Cleveland show. If that ain't the bit, that's one of the biggest goddamn shots of fucking cooning I done seen in forever. And they ain't even fucking cooning. It's goddamn we been bamboozled and you niggas are sitting there watching that shit. I saw a nigga the other day with a Cleveland shirt on talking about Cleveland is that nigga. No, he ain't. Hell. He's that white boy. That's what the fuck he is. Shit. Goddamn Cleveland show and shit. What, man? Even with that shit, it still kills me that these people can sit on a news show talking to American people and bragging 
laughing about a bomb being exploded and killing people. Because one thing they didn't mention was that there were actually some allies that were killed with that bomb. There were women killed with that bomb that had been kidnapped of me and ISIS. Children who didn't have shit to do with shit killed by that bomb. But yet, all the fuck I'm supposed to do is be proud to be an American. That shit is getting hard by the motherfucking minute. I'm sorry. It is getting hard as hell to be proud to be American when we're supposed to be sitting here and laughing about murder and laughing about death and having a good old laugh. Ha, 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 ha. They say, uh... <laughs> Geraldo Rivera got mad at John Oliver because John Oliver told told Geraldo to go get fucked on his show Sunday night. <laughs> well, Geraldo, you can get mad at me too because I'm saying the same nigga. You can go get fucked in the asshole with an anthrax coated dick, nigga. I'm tired of pussyfooting for you bitch-ass punks. You got the nerve and audacity to sit there and laugh at death. I got the nerve and audacity to tell you to go sit and suck a dick, bitch. I'm sorry. I'm not going to sit here and hold it back no more for these bullshit-ass folks because that's how motherfuckers like Alex Jones get away with the shit they've been getting away with forever. This sorry motherfucker. He didn't... This nigga has literally helped start shit. It ain't been major to a point. This nigga ain't really caused no affirmative act, but I'm going to tell you right now, he is one of the reasons why Donald Trump got voted president of the United States. I can say that. Him... Breitbart, the rest of these outright popcorn fucks that actually tried to sell the notion that they give a fuck about the people that they all got sitting out here acting racist and acting a fucking fool in public with. Nigga, you think I ain't paying attention and notice? You got life and bullshit confused. I don't miss shit. Then this nigga come out because he in child support court and then came out and said his ass ain't nothing but a performance artist. Do you understand what that mean, people? He is a performance artist. You know what that understand what that mean, people? This nigga don't know shit. Everything he said was made up and complete and total bullshit. And your dumb ass shouldn't be listening to it. I wonder how many of the motherfuckers at Fox News are considered performance artists. Because they damn sure ain't goddamn reporters. And they certainly ain't fucking journalists. We got rid of Bill O'Reilly's sorry ass. Now, let's just get Fox News out of this motherfucker completely and burn that motherfucking Cleveland show. Then maybe, just maybe, maybe, just maybe, it don't affect me because I don't watch it. But I still call bullshit on bullshit because it's bullshit. And we done seen this bullshit before. If you watch the Cleveland show, do research about Amos and Andy. You'll be glad you did. And on that note, um, I'd, uh, I I want to take this time. I usually take this time in the show to uh, mention uh, some of the great and wonderful people that helped me out, uh, particularly um, our, our new, um, I haven't given her an exact title yet, a young, name by the na- a young lady by the name of Brittany. Uh, Honusburg. She is a new member to the Joe Moffat Show family, and she will also be helping us out with uh, our new projects coming up with uh, Autonomy Multimedia. Uh, shout out to Michael Buchanan. Shout out to Tyson Scott. Um, we're representing artists now. 
um, which is going to be shocking y'all because it's going to be country music. Um, but um, shout out to Vince Alton. Shout out to Jake Bauer, uh, Bowers. Shout out to An Open Approach, a great band out of Colorado. Uh, Jake Bowers is here uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, Vince Alton is out in New Mexico, and he will be in uh, touring in Texas here soon and shit. I might pop up on tour with his ass here soon. I don't know. You never, 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 never know what a nigga like Joe gonna do. Trust and believe. Don't set your watch to me. I'm telling you now, bitches. Unless your ass and paid for a ticket. <laughs> um, but before we go, I uh, do, and I would like to close out the show because I only got a few minutes left. Um, I, well, I, well, let me say this. I love everyone who listens to my show. Thank you all very, very much. Um, and I'm sorry I took a week off. I needed a break. Break's over. We're good. It's my birthday week next week, so y'all know what's going down. Um, on that note, I'd uh, like to thank everyone for listening to the Joe Moffat Show. And before I let you guys go, I'd be remiss um, not to mention that uh, 22 years ago today, a 168 people were killed in a bombing of the Mora building, Albert P. Mora Federal Building in Oklahoma City, Oklahoma, which is the state where we host our show, uh, right about 100 miles north of Venus. Um, they used a truck that was uh, filled with fertilizer and hurt, killed over 169 people and caused injuries to over 680 people. Um, I would like to take this time to close out our show, giving those people a moment of silence. And let's, I, I say this because I love you all and you know how I feel about you guys as my fans. Let's try to be a little bit better. This whole show, I mentioned a lot of uh, uh, bad things that's happened. And I, I hope I did sprinkle in a few good because you only get one shot at this. Hurting somebody for the point of you making a point or whatever is, is useless and asinine. 169 people never got to see their family members ever again. And it's not right. A police officer who was paid to serve and protect was taken out simply for delivering a message that for something that he didn't have nothing to do with. He was just doing his job. So people, let, let's, let's start being a little better to each other. Think about days like today. Think about days like September 11th. Think about days and times where people have been hurt and take a step back and say, you know, I don't want to be Timothy McVeigh. I don't want to be Steve Stevens. Be better. Do better. Thank you for listening to The Joe Moffat Show. <laughs>